0: today on code radio hello everyone time for another code pen radio this is three five six with a special guest that i am so stoked to have on because his creativity knows no bounds i'm sure you've seen his work and if you haven't i implore you to go check it out we'll get into all that it's amit sheen hi amit how are you doing i'm fine thank you thank you for having me how are you chris Fantastic. Thank you. I did, you know, we had, a uh, uh, Louis on the other week and he did this thing where he, he's like, I- I'm going to, I'm going to kind of give you a timeline of, 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 you know, pens that were important to me or mattered for X, Y, and Z reason. And I kind of just threw it out to you too, thinking maybe you'd, uh, I don't know, have that same kind of idea or could pick out ones that I could, I could pick your pens all day. That's easy. <laughs> but why not pick ones that 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 you know that we could talk about? So for those following along, you know, it might be an episode you want to listen to at your computer almost. So you can click open the pens and see what we're talking about. But that's okay if you can't. It's going to be interesting anyway. Uh, um, so you did that for me. That's great. But but the, you know the first one you've listed here is really only has a date stamp of 2018 on it, which to me just doesn't feel like that long ago. Was that your is that early days of, of CSS for you, yeah, or when did you start? So
1: that's uh, first of all. Well, I, it's very hard to pick my favorite pen, as I told you, but uh, I, I right. have picked, like, uh, as I said, something from the timelines and something from different uh, areas that I've explored over the years with CSS, because most of the things I do with uh, most of the pens I do is like, I'm trying to explore a specific subject if it's text, colors, or something like that, in, in, and I'm trying to explore right. it through animations. Um, so th- actually, the first pen that I enlisted, the the one that started it all, uh, it's uh, it it, uh, it was a um, a code pen challenge. Uh, of of bubbling, and was it really? Yeah, That's it's great. It's, a, it's a CodePen challenge. It was uh, uh, I actually remember it was a GreenSock um, uh, sponsor challenge, and I actually won the challenge, and I won uh, like a, a year subscription to to GreenSock, GreenSock, and oh nice. And uh, the reason I actually that and it was the first tweet that I ever published because uh, the 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 way to to submit this challenge to to CodePen was to tag CodePen in Twitter. Uh, so I said, okay, I I did had a, a Twitter account, but it, I never tweeted anything. So I said, okay, let's uh, tweet it over there, and I uh, uh, and I listed uh, and I uh, tagged code pen, and and by the way, to this day, th- this uh, pen only got one like uh, of GreenSock. GreenSock gave it oh. one like, and that's it. Uh, but I it. it you know, it made me want to do more. Uh, so I did do I, a lot of challenges uh, later on over the years. A bit less in the last couple of months, but uh, uh, but I'm doing other things, obviously.
0: Uh, yeah, you're a busy man. You got a new Smashing Magazine workshop, and yeah, so congrats on all that. Yeah,
1: I'm doing... The, the, no, the, no, that's the, great. The, the workshop is actually like... Uh, I finally felt that I'm ready after all the things that I've done and all the things that I it, I understand over the years. Now I, it's I finally ready to to pass them over, and but I didn't want to do like a course, like an online course because online courses are not not always up to date. You need always to update them, and I wanted the live uh, uh, feeling. I want I wanted a workshop. I wanted a hands on workshop, and the uh, the Smashing Magazine platform was just. Absolutely suitable for everything I needed.
0: Nice. So you get students. You're talking to them. Yeah. As you do. I mean, that's what a workshop is, yeah. right?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's live. You, you you get feedback. You give uh, exercises. You see the results. You, and 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 you you can you can answer questions in live mode. Yeah. So this workshop is much better than, in my opinion, for for what I believe in, I think it's better than just an online course. Nice.
0: Okay. Well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes for sure. So should, if we went if we started at the top with your pens, just because I think it'll be fun to talk about you know the idea behind the pen but also the the tech and see if I can learn something this is like a a, a mini workshop where you get to teach me yeah <laughs> some of your tricks it's funny to think of this this one that started it all the bubbling pen as it's literally in canvas yeah. and i think of most of your work it's as css as um C- yeah, really CSS, and leaning into, like, in an amazing way, and into, like, how is there no JavaScript at all happening here? What? You
1: yeah, know. so... the, the early the,
0: days, it was Canvas, apparently. I, I,
1: I Actually, I do a lot of, t- to this day, I do a lot of Canvas. I do a lot of uh, works like f- with uh, uh, libraries like 3JS, but I don't normally mm-hmm. upload them as past because I don't, Actually, I have anything new to say, but uh, by by working with CSS, I do explore and push the limits of CSS. At least I try to push the limit. Uh, so every pen I am I'm, I'm publish that I that I publish, it's not just oh it looks nice. It looks nice, but it 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 uh, actually explores something. Uh, but this pen is a bit different because, as you said, it's it's all canvas. Uh, that was my my canvas uh, period. But I did uh, also. In this pen, I also explored like how do you manipulate specific pixels inside a canvas? Because if you go to the code, you would see it's not just I'm not just uploading an image. I'm actually transferring the the pixels into arrays and then do a lot of mani- math manipulation on it and and passing it back to the to the canvas.
0: Yeah, and still it's ninety five lines of JavaScript, so it's not something you know people could wrap their mind around it if they tried. It's it's uh, I mean. It's fascinating to me in that it's, you know, it's one thing to show some kind of randomized bubbles on the screen that can be pleasant all by itself. But like many of your things, it, it takes it a step further. You know, there's this text that it's revealing underneath. So you can't, you can't read all of the text all the time. You have to watch it for a while to kind of see what word is being revealed and stuff. And It has a very kind of satisfying feel to it in that way. Uh, but those were was kind of early days at least for your code pen public code yeah pen career. That, that
1: that was like really early days in my I, I had a code pen before that but it was really my early days mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah again I, I've done a lot of I tried a lot of things in that period of time until I like focused on oh I can actually explore CSS and 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 can give value to the back to the community uh, with with some CSS uh, Pens and, and projects.
0: So maybe we'll go right to the to a to a huge one for you. I mean, I remember that this is a this is a, a massive pen. You know, many thousands of likes, which is you know pretty rare on Copen. There's not a lot of pens in that company. Is one about turning pages? This is literally a hundred percent CSS. Yeah, so- so it's like a book laying flat and you'd be like looking down at it at a table. So it has some perspective to it. And then the pages are kind of automatically turning in a very 3D kind of way. It looks like After Effects or 3JS or something. It I mean it it really, really does. Yeah. It's an incredible look. And I <laughs> I I think I get it to some degree in that, oh sure, it's CSS transforms and he must slice the pages exactly. into vertical strips or something exactly but uh,
1: yeah actually th- this pen actually got a lot of attention i think it was the first pen that i made that really exploded and i remember like when people like like you and adam Argo and, and lynn fisher d- gave it a like and i'm like oh my god people actually like things i'm doing with css uh yeah so this was like the first <laughs> one uh that, that got Getting, really got out there. Uh, the, the general idea, exactly as you said, is perspective uh, with a lot of transforms. The images is sliced into vertical lines, uh, seven lines for each page. And there, it took me a long time to really uh, fine-tune the math of exactly when the image uh, 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 t- transfers from one image to the next because when the, the page flips, the, each one of the lines flips uh, in a different time, uh, in a different spot.
0: Oh, the timing was what made yeah, this difficult? the, the
1: fine-tuning of the timing really took me a long time. This is actually something that I'm saying every time that I'm doing, uh, when I'm speaking about uh, animations that I'm making. I, I, I normally do like rough numbers when I'm starting the doing the animation just to get the general movement and then start the fine-tuning process. The fine-tuning process can take actually sometimes more, uh, more time than the actual animation.
0: Um, interesting yeah, yeah. But, but
1: I think I, I always said that this pen uh, it was a long time ago it was like a year and a half ago uh, and I think it's time to do it again uh, first of all, first of all, the, 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 pages need to flip on the other direction. Obviously, uh, I, I, I the, right now they're flipping from right to, from left to right, because that's the way I'm used to, uh, to reading books, but it's mm-hmm. supposed to be on to the other way around. Um, yeah. And, and I actually know that this pen was, uh, uh was implemented in, in several websites as, as like an image gallery, and I know oh, is that right? yeah, and a couple cool. of uh, developers uh, actually took this code and I'm, I'm so happy that it happens by the way uh, that, that somebody take my code and says okay but I'm going to add like buttons to it and I'm going to add oh, not five pages but six or seven pages uh, or, or make it uh, or make it dynamic or uh, anything I, I really like it when mm-hmm. people like take an idea that I made and, and, and build something on top of it that's so satisfying uh and 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 i know for a fact that a few uh uh developers took this uh this this book and implemented them in in the website
0: that's great yeah i mean i've done that i haven't used this exact one but sometimes when i'm thinking of you know like i have a books page on css tricks and i was i saw some example of um a 3d looking book that's more vertical looking and it just turns in 3d space a little bit and it's like you know it was just it was just pulled from somebody else's example and tweaked to kind of fit my needs you know that's kind of a, that's why code pen gets the traffic that it gets is i think there's an awful lot of people out there you know you heard about the ones that 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 told you or that you you ran across or saw somehow but i bet there's a you know 10 times more people that just did it and didn't even say anything you know
1: i hope so and, and if, if you if if People out there actually did use uh, some of my, my my code that they got on CodePen. Tell me about it. I'm not angry about it. I'm happy to, to hear about it. Yeah. Uh, th- that's why I'm doing everything. I, I do believe in open source. I do believe in, in, in sharing code, sharing knowledge. That's what I do. Uh, so, yeah, please tell me if I helped you with anything. It's just, it's just more fuel to, to keep going.
0: This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Retool. It's retool.com. Building internal tools from scratch, slow. Takes a lot of engineering time, resources that aren't going to your main product. A lot of small software businesses, they just build like a couple, like the bare minimum of what they need, or they come up with some inefficient hack or a workaround for uh, business processes that can be quite important. They probably deserve a little better than that. Retool helps developers build internal tools faster so you can focus on the software that you sell. So it's like a complete UI component library. So you're building forms and tables and piecing together workflows uh, as easy as kind of dragging and dropping them together but the most important aspect is that it connects to basically any data source so it's offering app environments and permissions and single sign-on and all that stuff out of the box and you can uh uh, you know write your own javascript code to uh, connect it all if you absolutely have to otherwise it just kind of generally just works so with retool you can build you know user dashboards database guis crud apps you know that kind of stuff that you're always building internally to mess with your own data because you have to it's not user facing stuff it's internal tools so you can build all this stuff without you know googling around trying to find the best component library because you're not going to write when you're for yourself just for this you know avoid debugging dependencies and writing boilerplate stuff and all that thousands of teams are already doing this amazon doordash peloton brex they collaborate around custom built retool apps to solve internal workflows learn more visit them at retool.com Something about this, like the way that this is done reminds me of your CSS or CS stick man or whatever, That's which is this... Um... You know, literally how a kid would draw a stickman—you know, head on the top and a single line for the body and little simple lines for the arms. But you actually made it—you know, not just stand there, but but animate in a walk and run. I saw this on. You, you were even talking about it on Front End Horse yesterday yeah. for a, for a minute. Yeah,
1: I. I uh, so actually, this uh the stickman uh, uh, pen started as a as as a conversation between me and a friend. He's a game designer, and we talk about rigs, about rigging characters, and I told him I need to. Build a rig with CSS, and he said you can't build a rig with CSS. And I said, Oh, really? <laughs> so
0: <laughs> what? A rig uh, is that? A, a, a rig is like a, a the model? skeleton
1: of of, uh, of a uh, of a of a digital uh, uh, character. Okay. Uh, so it's like yeah, it's like the skeleton's like the connection between the, those two parts, and how do you animate it? So I just I build like a simple character. I thought about what is the most simple character I can build, which obviously was a uh, stickman. And and the thing is that once you have the skeleton, the, the the Alex called it the meat around the skeleton, it doesn't really matter what it's what it is uh, or how you do it. Once you have the the, the skeleton itself, so I, I just I did a pretty simple skeleton, just like lines that is rotating around the 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 center of the, of the rig. Uh, it's not the most pretty outcome, but I think that the it, it again it proves a point. Uh, it's it explores like a specific topic and and I think okay now I, I'm, I made it a walk I made it run now we can do it everything uh, anything else we want and and as you said when when I was in front end horse we built a stick horse uh, 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 with the exact mm. same te- techniques
0: uh, just because you can you're thinking about animation but also like anatomy in a way right so I think of like maybe the the shin part of your leg. There's a certain animation to that. Yeah. And now that, and just looking at this and not looking at the code, it's like, I could see maybe you animate the, you actually are animating the top part of the leg in its own unique way. And then the shin is actually a child element of the leg and it's animated separately, but it just comes along for the ride of the parent animation as well right exactly
1: because w- when you think about how skeleton is built it's actually built exactly like the dome you start with the spine and from the spine you get a, 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 it splits to the torso and and, and the hip and those are split to the arms and the and the legs and so on and so on so it's, it starts with one a main element and it's nested other elements. So when you do it, and then you do position absolute to each one of them, you can actually p- position each one of them absolute to do to the to the parent element. Uh, yeah. So actually, the, the the
0: and then when you do a transform on it, you'd have to make sure the transform origin is like at the exactly. Joint
1: right yeah. There. So th- this is like one thing that we talk about uh, in in on Alex's show that you need the uh, you need the transform to be exactly as you said the joint.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, but that's exactly what I
0: did and uh, but so now if you were to move the spine or something you don't have to also animate the legs to move along with the spine because the legs are just a part of the spine
1: exactly if each if each of them if each element was positioned like fixed or positioned relative to the to the parent uh to the to the container or something then yeah then you need to try to uh, position every every element if you just moved one of them but once mm-hmm. they're all nested, it happens automatically, uh, so that that's the nice part about
0: <laughs> d- working
1: with CSS.
0: Right, and that's what made me think of the turning pages. Is that is it true that each each little strip is like a child of the strip exactly. before it? So it kind of is. So it's a skeleton. It's just a very linear
1: skeleton. Exactly. If you want to take this uh, this example, like to to the edge, I did uh, uh, like a week after the the, the stickman, I did uh, a pen. I called it the lonely claw that it's a lot of element, like uh, hundreds of element that is one nested in, in the other. Uh, and I also, uh, the nice thing about uh, CSS is is the inheritance. So if you give one of them like the width of 80%, so the, the, this child is going to be 80% and his child is going to be 80% of the father and his child is going to be 80% of the father and so on. So you can see it in the, like in the base of the lonely claw you know, and on the, on the fingers that just go on the other way around uh so
0: i see yeah so
1: this this nesting part is actually one of the things that that i try to uh to think about but the the thing that you mentioned before about the the anatomy i do think a lot about the movement about how things should move in the way that it would look relatively real uh like
0: natural natural
1: natural is the better uh uh better better way to say it uh and and it comes in you can see it in a lot of my pens even if in some things like um i also also, uh, gave a link to the to the newton css cradle that's uh, if if i I do have to pick one favorite i think this one i think was one of the hardest ones
0: that's it really the newton's cradle that so that is a people have probably seen think of it as an office toy there's you know yeah. balls hanging down from two and you pull one and it it, it it hits the rest of the balls and only one flies off the other side and it's supposed to be demonstrating yeah but yeah.
1: only one flies but if if you see it, then the 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 last one flies out but the other takes like a bit backwards so and there is a lot of Newton's oh, cradles. Oh, I see. There's a lot of two D's Newton Newton cradles, even on cold pen. But I thought about okay, how do I do it in three D? And how do I do the 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 marbles the 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 balls, I want them to look like marbles. I want them to reflect the, the floor. So how do you do the, 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 the movement of the marbles? And how do you make the lines that hold the ball to look like they're actually holding the ball and to have them look uh, thin but still vis- visible from every direction? And yeah, so there was a lot of like small details that, that I really needed to crack. And I, I think this is one of the pens that, that I felt most satisfied with, when it was finished, I was, I was like, oh yeah, I, yeah, it looks like, like I imagined it.
0: That's great, It's in. I like that detail where just because one ball goes flying the other direction doesn't mean the others are absolutely stacked or like stuck where they were. And if they were, it might look a little bland or something, the, the movement yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly, right.
1: it, it, it wouldn't look the same. Uh, so th- that's why I've, I've added this, those small details um again maybe probably if i do today i uh, after i learned a lot about working with perspective and and manipulating elements maybe i'll do it maybe i will do it a bit different but Mm -hmm. but again it it looks great and and it it was just like how do i crack these little things inside of this big animation
0: right right and all together it really speaks a lot you know like each of the marbles is different too they're not just all like oh i got one marble looking right copy it five times There's some, each of them are a bit different. And the wood grain is just very wood-like. Even though it still has that 3D model look to it, you know, the wood just looks great. And it's sitting on this, you know, floor that's some kind of, you know, textured marble looking stuff that just looks incredible. There's a lot of details that have to come together to make this as satisfying as it is. And without the details, it could basically look like this, but not be nearly as... Satisfying.
1: And and even even the shadows of the balls beneath them so mm-hmm. the, the 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 balls that are that don't move a lot so it's not a problem but the more balls that that fly away from the the from the cradle so the shadow actually need to behave differently so yeah there was a lot of small details that 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 makes it looks pretty real again it doesn't really look real it's not like uh it, it's a it won't be in a pixar movie but as a css animation i think it's uh it looks pretty good
0: yeah back to the the claw for a moment it's this you know it's this like three you know it has like a mouth almost which, which is funny <laughs> funny to think about yeah. i know you were thinking of um the little shop of horrors in it which is very evocative but you're thinking about how things how things move you can really like feel it when you know the mouth goes down to pick up the ball that it it feels honest like it really has a grip on the ball and then it moves backwards and you know there's nothing about this technology that that means that animation we need to stop where it does but as the plant lean back you know plant i call it the claw i guess leans yeah. back it feels like oh you know like it can't go back any further which is you know totally artificial feeling that you had to code into it you know
1: exactly well actually thank you and and uh, why do you did you say little shop of horror because that that was exactly my uh my um uh, like my inspiration but it doesn't really look like the the like Audrey's plant from bill no, shop no because of
0: Audrey has just a, an actual mouth and it has nothing to do with three claws or anything but i get that it's a i mean it's a big thing that puts something in its mouth and and you know <laughs>
1: Yeah cuz that, that that was absolutely my inspiration uh that's why it has like these little leaves it's not exactly leaves but like little uh, uh it builds out this entire plant yeah, it has uh, some organic thing.
0: feel to it yeah
1: yeah and it's built from a lot a lot of divs a lot of single uh, eyes and it it looks uh, like a killer plant or something <laughs> like that.
0: right The Lonely Claw. Wonderful. And it's, you know, it's not like you're trying to make a faithful representation. It's just inspiration. That's what we try to get out on this show anyway. Uh, Fantastic. So let's see, what, what haven't we talked about? One of them that you noted, you said that the one I made by mistake, which is interesting to me, this one also got a lot of attention. It's about a ball falling through space and kind of bouncing off of of things, yeah,
1: it, bouncing off the walls, I called it. And actually, we, we talked about uh, code, code pen challenges. So, like uh, way back, there was a code pen challenge called Rise. That was the the, the challenge, and I made this ball that is bouncing up and never ending stairs. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I made this pen. And it was great. And after I made this pen, I was certain that the next uh, week uh, uh, challenge going is going to be fall. So I've made this pen. Uh, so you'd be ready, ready to go. Week, That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> but the next week's challenge was not for it was something <laughs> completely else. So I actually I I, I, I I put this pen aside and and I didn't publish it. And like after like three weeks later, I was like, I have got nothing to publish. Let i but I made this pen a few weeks ago. Let's put it out there. And once I put it out there, everybody like Kevin Powell yeah. and uh, had a video about it, and uh, the front end horse did like uh, an article about it. Uh, everybody tried to break it down to understand what what happens there. And it's not it's not like the most complicated uh, things uh, pen I, I did. It was like seriously, I did it like it's I, it would be something for next week. Uh, But yeah, it it did get a lot of attention and it looks great, uh, I
0: think. I mean, I'm here to tell you, you never know what's going to be popular, whether it's a pen or a blog post or a workshop or whatever. It is so hard to know. Uh, Yeah, sometimes the the, the simpler simpler ones. It's more about the idea here. I think the idea here is just satisfying, especially because, you know, there's again, there's like little details that if you didn't do them. Probably would add up to a much less interesting thing. I mean, the camera is moving. The colors of the things that they bounce off have a, you know, I'm sure they're not completely random and have a random kind of feel to it. When the ball hits it, the little walls kind of collapse a little bit, like the ball has yeah. weight and has feeling. You know, you could have done this with all gray walls, with no camera movement, with no, you know, gravity or weight to the thing, yeah. and it'd still be kind of cool looking. But it just wouldn't have all the details to this. And the more people I talk to on this show, the more I hone in on that idea is that it's like a, what makes these great pens is a collection of little choices that, you know, add up to a beautiful whole.
1: Yeah and, and, and by the way to this day I have published hundreds of pens obviously uh, as as you probably know you have all the numbers but uh I I to this day I have no idea what would get uh, more likes and what would get less uh, I, I don't know but I'm just I'm putting it out there for me it's not I'm not a content creator as a as a, as a day job uh, I'm I'm just putting it out there for fun and some of them People like, some of them, they like less, and it's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. There are some tricks, and I'll, although I, I wonder how well they work for you or not. One of them... Um that we've, I've talked about with Marie before on the show because she has her own theories on like what can make, what's like the secret to success of a pen and it's still, it's not like we have all the answers, we just like to, to guess about get, it Get it published in January <laughs> Oh yeah, to, to make the top 100 and all that, but so one of the like cheat codes is to have some element of, of practicality to it, whereas people might really like the, the falling ball, but they don't see their own work in it, they can't be like, I could use this necessarily, and sometimes when It's like a button or a radio box or something. They're like, "Mm, maybe I could slip this in. And you have one here with checkboxes that are (laughs) pretty out of this world.
1: Yeah. So I actually, uh, one thing that I get a lot is why do you use uh, 3D animations or uh, in in CSS? Because it doesn't have any real, uh, uh, they don't use it in the real world. And I said, well, you can't. Uh, use it in the real world. Uh, so I did like a few months ago. Uh, flip boxes and radio buttons uh, that are uh, 3D. And the flip flip boxes just—it's a checkbox that when you click it, it just it flies up, uh, turns on uh, 100 degrees, and and lands back. Yep. And it it looks great. And it's absolutely accessible. It's absolutely uh, um, uh, responsive. So, yeah, so you can yeah, use Yeah, you it. can
0: tab to them. They have focus states. You can hit the space bar to change them. Yeah.
1: Of course, of course. Uh, one thing that I'm... When, when we're doing uh, inputs and, and real-world elements with 3D and CSS, you can absolutely still be responsive and still be uh, accessible, and you should be uh, responsive and accessible. So, uh, and I did, like... Uh, a YouTube play button that the button turns around and all, all kinds of, of things that you can actually do. Uh like info cards that you can click and they're open up. Uh all kinds of things that you can, can actually take and use in the in the real world. Yeah. Because I think again, you, you can do it and, and now we're in the verge of the in the world of uh uh VR and AR, you know, the metaverse is everywhere. So we we are gonna see I, I I think that we are going to see more and more 3D designs in our regular 2D screens.
0: That's interesting because we've had the technology for a while, but it's not the technology you're saying that's going to change the landscape. It's the fact that more people experience 3D because... Things like the Oculus Two is more affordable, and things like that.
1: Exactly, because if you remember, like ten years ago, when or more than ten years ago, in the first days of the iPhone, all of the iPhone buttons they had like uh, depth of them, and, mm-hmm. and when you click it, it looks like you clicked it. Squeamorphic. I remember. Yeah, and, and exactly, and when as as time going by, we actually retrieved uh, uh, back to more flat designs, uh, and because it, they look better. But now that more and more people will will experience 3D, it's not just like 3D buttons. I, I'm talking about 3D menus and 3D layouts and 3D like really build like a, a, a full website with 3D. And We do have the technology, as you said, but we don't have the need mm. right now. But I think that more and more we will have uh, uh we, we will see more and more designs that that involve some sorts of three D in our in our elements.
0: Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I saw it was it was a news item the other day that Egalia, which is this company that you know helps web browsers implement things, and you know, it's I'm sure it's, it's a bit complicated what they do, but they took over a a browser they're now calling Wolvic for you know th- for. The, the metaverse as it were so it's like what is a mm. what is a web browser like in vr is not straightforward you know it's not as simple as just take the you know a typical browser interface with tabs and stuff and just put it in vr this is their opportunity to rethink what the browser experience is like like what is it like to have a back button and what are tabs like in VR, and they get to, to kind of reinvent that space a little bit. And I'm sure whatever choices they make, assuming people like them, will kind of those ideas will make their way to websites themselves.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is exactly what, what I'm thinking. Mm.
0: Well, thank you for helping <clears> or <throat> for having that thought and having me lob onto it. There, you know, th- this is one of my favorites, which is which is funny because it's, it's I, I, I wonder. I mean, I guess you listed it in your favorites, too, so here we go. But it's just this, you know, in CSS, there's there's filters, and they have a bunch of possibilities. Some of them are maybe less useful, like sepia or something. It's like, okay, I guess. But then some of them are very useful, like being able to blur or something. So it's a blur function, and... Uh, uh, pretty cool. And it turns out, which I guess I didn't even really realize, but they're animatable. So you have these words that you're showing one at a time, and then an animation starts blurring one of them and unblurring the word behind it. And it ends up to me this like incredibly satisfying morphing-like animation. You call it CSS morphing. And it's so simple, but it just looks phenomenal.
1: Uh, yeah, actually, again, first of all, it's not just blurring; it's it's a combination of blurring and contrast. Oh, contrast! Really? Yeah,
0: you, oh, I missed that.
1: You add blur and you add contrast, so it's it's the way for uh, to to fake a gooey effect, uh, a goo effect. Oh,
0: right, where the contrast fights against the blur. Right, I remember that exactly.
1: From... So you have like a goo effect of of two elements that is connecting to one each other to one another, and so uh, I've. I, and, and as I said, I'm using animation like to explore. Instead of using uh, blur one pixel, blur ten pixel, blur hundred pixel, let's do animation of blur from zero to one thousand and back, and see what happens. Yeah. And so th- th- that's the way I started exploring uh, the 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 the, co- the concept of, of of the goo. Uh, um, the, uh, of, of the goo filter which again is, is a combination of the blur and the, on the contrast and it, it uh, initially it was just shapes like css shapes uh blurred together right but then i said oh we can do it with text uh yeah i remember thinking of it and, in terms and, of
0: svg because the you know the the gui feels good as blobby shapes which svg is good at expressing but you're proving here that yeah, it, it absolutely it, doesn't have to be SVG. It can just be whatever. And no, in this case, words. I, I, I,
1: yeah, I actually before that I've done like a fire uh, with uh, with the, the exact same effect, which was just circles going up uh, and and getting smaller. Uh, but but. The, the, later on, when I tried, when I started doing like a morphing effect, I try and tried it with with shapes, there was like triangle morphing into it, uh, a rectangle and so on. But then I said, let's try it with words. And I took the, the those divs and I just put content in them, and th- that's how this pen came to life.
0: Yeah, well, it's 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 awesome. It makes it one of those ones that I I want to just like find an excuse to use it. Let's end with, similar to the Newton's Cradle, there's a, there's one uh, with two, a red and blue square playing table tennis against each other. What was, that was, it's also, it's just spectacular to even know that <laughs> it's possible. So, um, yeah, we're we're coming up on the end here, so I'd love to hear about it.
1: I think this is like one of the most complicated ones. Maybe... Uh, le- just like the the CSS cradle, there is a lot of small things. Uh, even starting with the legs, how do you do a leg uh, that would look uh, good? Because the, the table is rotating 360 degrees. Right. So how do you how would you make the leg? How do you make the the pedals? Uh, how do you make the ball move on all three axes? And the shadow is going to follow it. How do you have a net that looks natural? Um yeah. and how the shadow looks when it hits the the the, the pedal, the, there was a lot of questions that I asked myself and tried to figure it out. There's a lot of divs, a whole lot of animations. <laughs> um, yeah, seriously, there's like I think there's like fourteen different uh, uh, animation declarations on on like fifteen different uh, elements. And yeah, it, it it's it was really complicated, uh, b- because the, the pedals also moves to different uh, right. for to different uh, positions every time. Uh, they're not just it's not like a pong that is moving from side to side. They, they they also move back and forth. So yeah, there was a lot of questions. It took me a really long time uh to, to figure everything out, but uh, to this day I think it's one of the depends uh, that I'm most proud of because eventually it looks great and when people ask me like okay, give me a good example of of things that of what of something amazing that you've done uh so the the noodle cradle cradle is one and the table tennis is just after that.
0: I can see that. It's kind of like if you're in a, a band or whatever, like, oh, yeah, like, what are, you know, what's your, what can you show me that really represents you? Yeah, it's your riff or your song or maybe even a whole album at this point because of how much work it was, <laughs> I'm sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, this one was this one was a really long time.
0: Yeah. I like how you, the table is so thick, it gave you an opportunity to essentially sign it. <laughs> so I think more people should do that. Work your own name into the, the pen somewhere, in this case, your Twitter handle, I think um fantastic um, thanks so much for being on the show and talking to me about all your creative endeavors and all that stuff i i you told me you're you're potentially looking for if somebody's got anybody out there has a uh, has something for for you you're looking for your next big challenge right
1: yeah well i i i People know me as the CSS guy. I, I should know that. Uh, should mention that I'm a JavaScript developer. Just first, uh, my, my day job is I'm just I'm a React developer. Uh, but, but by the way, as a React developer, I am. I, I do think that learning CSS actually made me a better React developer and being a react developer made me a better CSS uh, guy uh, because I do think there's a lot of synergy between uh, JavaScript and CSS. Obviously, the, those languages were supposed to work with one another. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I am looking started looking recently for something that is a bit more on the creative side, maybe even a bit more on the uh, on the Devrel side. Uh, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know anything specific, but if you have something good,
0: let me know. I'm going to, but this is for everybody else out there. You do it too. If you have a perfect role, hit them up, man. Yeah. Hit me up. Hit them up y'all. Uh, okay. Again, super appreciate it. And uh, we'll t- I hope to talk to you again soon. Yeah. Thank you. And the whole new crop of pens. Take care.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye for now.
0: Seven, six, zero, three, one, eight.